Hello, this is Gary Hutchins with the Sunny Slope Church of Christ in Omaha, Nebraska. This is today's Bible class, a short Bible study every single day, seven days a week, only about 13 or so minutes each day, but it keeps us in God's Word and thereby helps us to stay strong in our faith. You, and, you know people in your life who need to grow in their faith, don't you? Of course you do, probably some within your own family. Well, help them, everybody you can, in fact, by sharing these short studies with them every day. Through Facebook friends, text messages, other technological means, with your family members, friends, work associates, neighbors, with literally everybody you can. You may help somebody turn their life around. You may help somebody come closer to God. You may help somebody get to heaven. What a great blessing for them. But also, that's a great, that will be a great blessing for you. So make that commitment and start sharing today and every day with everybody you can. We're going to get back into our line of thought and study, wherein we're giving the encouragement, the exhortation, be strong in the Lord. And as our basic text for this particular encouragement, we look at Ephesians chapter 10, I'm sorry, Ephesians chapter 6 and verse 10, where the apostle Paul says exactly that. He says, finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. When we looked at Philippians chapter 4, verses 11 through 13, Paul said there, by way of summarizing, he said, I've learned how to be content in whatever state that I am, whatever's going on in my life. I know how to be up, and I know how to be down. I know how to be full. I know how to be hungry. And the lesson that he learned to be able to have such a positive mindset and outlook, even in the face of difficulties and danger and hardship and even hunger, he said, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Be strong in the Lord. Paul understood. I, I, I can't face all that life throws at me. I can't face all that the devil throws at me. And sometimes through natural physical difficulties or relational difficulties in my life, or maybe financial setbacks, maybe through hunger because I don't have the money to buy as much food as I would like to be able to eat, whatever it might be, the physical realities of living in this world, you know, those happen naturally, but the devil knows how to use those to attack our faith and our dedication in God. To, to attack our confidence in God. Paul says, hey, I've learned how to be faithful. I've learned how to face all the difficulties of life through Christ who strengthens me. And so he writes in Philippians or Ephesians chapter 6 and verse 10, a very direct statement along that line, be strong in the Lord. Now, he follows that up by saying, Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. Whatever ways the devil might use to try to pull you down, pull you into sin, pull you away from God, challenge your faith in God, your confidence in God, your belief in God, Paul says, put on the whole armor of God. This spiritual armor, and he begins to list that armor implement by implement by implement. And he said, God's provided this spiritual armor for you. Put it on. Wear it every day because the devil's on the battlefield and he's ready to attack. And he keeps attacking relentlessly. 
put on this armor. Stand, stand against him effectively and victoriously. Not a day goes by in life in this world that we do not need to be encouraged to be strong in the Lord. And right now, we look around us in our country, in this particular point of history, in our land, our nation, and a whole lot of people are, are wondering what in the world is going to happen to us. And we're not talking about primarily some enemy from without attacking us. We're talking about what's going on within our culture, within our society, within our political landscape in many cases, where we have influential movers and shakers who are pushing us, pushing our cultural and societal mindset in a direction that is moving us farther and farther and farther away from God and farther and farther and farther into the depths of immorality. What is going to happen to us? Well, probably people in every generation have wondered the same kind of thing. And if you went back into ancient history, the days of the Apostle Paul, the days of Jesus Christ on this earth, if somehow we could go back there and kind of be a fly on the wall, so to speak, and observe what things were like from a moral perspective back then, we might say, boy, I'm glad I didn't live back then. I'm glad that's not the reality here right now during our day and age because we might come away thinking it, is far, it was far worse back then than it is now, as bad as we might think it is right now. But so when we're facing those kinds of challenges, not just physical, not the natural challenges that, that go through, uh, that happen to us as we go through life in this world, and those are natural, but not just those. The devil uses those to try to pull us away from God to try to challenge our faith and our confidence in God. Well, but as a Christian, as a faithful, dedicated Christian, we can face those kinds of challenges, knowing that, hey, I know all the time, every day I get up, I'm thankful to be alive, I'm thankful that God's blessed me with another day, but I know this is not where my life is really focused. And we talked about the Apostle John in 1 John chapter 2, verses 15 through 17. He said, don't love the world. Don't let that be your main drive, your main focus, your main driving force in your life. Your life is not of this world. It's not primarily of this world. You're living here, but you're looking forward to eternity in heaven. And there, there will be no pain or suffering or sickness or dying or sorrow. That's going to be a blessed life, and it's going to be eternal. You're going to be in the presence of God and Christ and the Holy Spirit. That's where you ought to be looking forward to. And so Paul says, be strong in the Lord. Don't you give up? And he says, I've learned. I've learned. I've seen the ups and the downs, and I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. And that's a lesson for every single one of us today. Every single one of us today. So 
be strong in the Lord. The devil knows our weaknesses, and he's going to hit us in those weaknesses incessantly, continually. We come back to Ephesians chapter 6. Now, how can I be strong in the Lord? Well, Paul doesn't just leave, leave us with that particular statement in that context. As I said, he went on in verse 11 of Ephesians chapter 6, and he said, put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the wiles or the schemings of the devil. He goes on, then he says in verse 12, we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against principalities and powers, against principalities and powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this age, against spiritual hosts of wickedness in the heavenly places. That's the devil working behind the scenes in the spiritual realm, again, trying to use whatever means he can to tempt us to come into sin and away from God. So Paul says, we're not wrestling against physical enemies. We're not, we're not being challenged by some foreign power wanting to attack our nation. The devil's behind all this. And so we go, again, in verse 13, he says, therefore, again, he says, take up the whole armor of God that you may be able to withstand in the evil day and have, having done all to stand. Now, what are the implements of this spiritual armor that God has provided for us that you can put on, you can wear every day? He says, stand therefore, having girded your waist with truth. Jesus said, you shall know the truth and the truth shall make you free. Where do we find the truth? This truth, it's God's word. John 17 and verse 17, Jesus prayed to the Father and said, sanctify them by your truth. Your word is truth. And Peter said, you purified your hearts in obeying the truth, the truth of God's word, having put on the breastplate of righteousness. So we need to live a righteous life openly and dedicatedly. And having shod your feet with the preparation of the gospel of peace, we need to be living every day, moving forward according to the teachings of the gospel of Christ, God's word. Above all, he says, taking the shield of faith, with which you will be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked one. The shield of faith? Faith in God. Now that can sustain me and see me through whatever the devil throws at me, and that's those fiery darts of temptation and challenge. The wicked one who's throwing those at me, shooting those at me, that's the devil himself. Yeah, Satan, that old dragon. But with my faith, I can fend them off. We walk by faith, not by sight, 2 Corinthians 5 and verse 7. But faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. So it's not just a wild wish, an unrealistic dream. It's based upon reality. It's based upon evidence, substance. And that faith, how does it come by? How do we come by that faith again? How do we, do, how do we develop strong faith on a personal level? Faith comes by hearing the word of God, Romans 10 and verse 17. So I need to be in God's word on a consistent, ongoing basis. The apostle Paul said, study to show yourself approved to God, a worker who does not need to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth, 2 Timothy 2 and verse 15. So above all, taking the shield of faith, with which you will be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked one, and take the helmet of salvation, 
Uh, we need to live that saved life. And the sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God, praying always with all prayer and supplication in the Spirit. Pray to God continually, continually, every day, throughout the day. Pray for God's strength, his guidance, his wisdom, and his protection against the wiles of the devil. We can defeat the devil. God has given us the spiritual armor to stay strong in the Lord. We'll look a little bit further next time. Let's pray. Father, thank you, thank you, thank you for blessing us with the spiritual armor through which, with which, we can stay strong in the Lord. Help us, Father, to always have that confidence and to put that confidence into motion through our life before you in consistent, faithful obedience and dedication. Please forgive us and hear our prayer, gracious Father. In Jesus' name, amen.